right, I'm here with my uh, a good friend of like what ten plus years. That's yeah, fucking crazy. It's been a while, actually. Uh, local entrepreneur and a very, very um, one of the stronger women of our area. Daisy, Daisy B. How do you want to go? Like, I feel like, yo, every time I've said your name over the years, I feel like you're a rapper. Everybody always asks me, they're like, they're like um, so what is it, like Jay-Z? I'm like, no, it's just. But that's how you have it spelled, though. I spell it like that because growing up, my brothers used to spell it like that. So okay, they, okay, okay, they okay, like, okay, convinced okay. me to start spelling it like that. Even at school, I'd spell it like, like that on my papers and stuff. Eventually, the teachers just stopped caring. So you never spit in your life? No. Unless I was, like, drunk or something with a bunch of my friends. And then maybe, maybe. You get drunk a lot. I'll spit a bar or not. No, I definitely no. don't. Not as much as, like, a lot of the people these days get drunk. Okay. People drink. You smoke more? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, for sure. All right, all right. You know, with the stuff that I do, sometimes you need to just go home and, you know. Yeah. What do you do? Tell the people real quick before we get into all well, that shit. So I do, I'm a realtor, and that right there, it's like, everybody knows that the market right now is like, it's wild. crap. Um, so that's a little stressful, but then I also property manage, so that is what brings in most of the stress, because, you know, tenants, people, just... I wouldn't <laughs> want to deal with that. It's, it's, it's a lot, so it's basically like being... Kind of like a landlord for over like a hundred and fifty units. Yeah, because it's uh, it's for like apartments, like yeah. multifamily slash apartments. Yeah, so so some places could have up to sixteen units, and then some places have like two or three. Um, but yeah, I think I manage over like fifty properties. So yeah, over like a hundred and fifty units. That's a hundred and fifty like sets of people, leases problems that can go wrong what's the most like ratchet thing you've dealt with for lack of a better word oh my god like five instances came to mind i don't know um so i never like to like get into eviction stuff but sometimes you gotta you gotta take it there yeah and once i told them that they get an evicted they completely trashed the place like oh I'm god talking, like, it was oh disgusting. yeah i've seen that on your story before yeah i've posted a couple of, of my horror stories that's on there. fucking yeah. terrible bro mm -hmm. Yeah, um, and all you guys could do with that is really just like, well, they to them it's like they're already fucked with their credit as it is, which I don't understand why people do that. Yeah, like yeah. I didn't realize till recently that credit, till like two or three years ago, and my credit got better recently since I've been working on it. But I didn't realize how like important credit is, and people don't realize it. They do dumb shit like that, and they don't realize like. Yeah, once so you mess up your credit, it's like... It's over. So I feel yeah, like once you're getting evicted, they're like, that's already going on my credit, so let me just take a shit in the corner or some, some wild yeah, shit. Yeah, pretty much. Or they're like, I know I'm not getting my security deposit back, so let me just yeah. like knock out a window or like take a... And like these particular people, um, when I went to go check out their apartment, for some reason, I don't know, uh, when I walked in, the guy had a whole like gun, like a loaded gun like on the on the table. So when I walked in, I looked at it, I was like... See was he there or he left? Yeah, he it. was there. And mind you, there was like a little baby walking around too. That baby could easily have picked. Sounds it like fucking stuff, training right? day. What? The Honestly, it, it, there's there's been a couple of things, and like also, you know, yo, you know, I've been in situations where I'm like, oh, maybe I'm not safe here. Like, and I tell my boss too, I'd be like, listen, like, um, one time I, we were listing a, a house, and some homeless people started squatting in there, and my boss, 
would send me to go like call the police and stuff. Because the shit so was open, so they were just going in there. No, it was locked. But I guess like one of the guys that used to live there back in the day had a copy of the key, and we didn't change the locks fast enough. So he just kind of went in there with his little, like his crossroad friends and. They were doing drugs in there and oh different stuff. And I had to call the police. And the police didn't do anything. Ugh, big shocker. But they were just like, there's nothing we can do. I'm like, what do you mean there's nothing you can do? These people got in there illegally. They're like, but how do you have a key? I'm like, that's not the point. He's not allowed to be in there. Like, It's Yo. just tough, especially being a landlord. And a lot of people don't realize that until they're like in the thick of it. Yeah. They think, oh, I'm going to buy an investment property, put some people in there. It's really not that simple. Like, really not. And that's where people like me come into place where I put out all the fires so the landlord can be chilling up in California or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? You're, I feel like because you do what you do, like you're, y'all here evicting people, right? Are you Kinda, like, yeah. are you like, when it comes to like your, your dating life and shit, are you, do men ever tell you or show you that they're kind of like intimidated by you? Yeah, for sure. Like, all the time. I feel like it just in general, I I mean, this isn't me just saying this about myself. Like, people have told me, like, I have this intimidating type personality. And you have a strong like, personality. So that's one of the things yeah. that I felt like we've always had in common. Like, we're both, quote, unquote, extra. I'm sure you've told you. You've been told that you're extra. I'm a little too much. Yeah, exactly. I've definitely means. been told that I'm, <laughs> I'm extra. Um, people either really, really enjoy it until they don't or they just don't enjoy it from from jump. But, like, I mm-hmm. feel like aside from that, you doing what you do, like, I'm sure there's there's been some stories with niggas who are like, yo, I'm scared of you. Yeah, honestly, I just had to grow thick skin in all aspects of, of life. So, yeah. like, sometimes I can't turn that off when it comes nah, to, like, dating. No. Because it's like, and especially in this day and age, it's scary out here, let's be honest. So sometimes you have to have that because... You never know. Like there's sca- there's different types of scary though. There's the being outside outside scary, and then there's the fucking um the dating the dating app shit is very very scary in itself too. Because niggas is just people in general, women and men. I feel like once they're behind their phone, it's like even more of a reason to be even more like ec- more extra than they would be when they're out when they're outside. Oh yeah, I see that all the time. You know how many guys will like tell me some crazy stuff in my DM and then they'll see me out and about and they're just in the corner staring, like sipping their drink, but they won't even come and talk like, to yo, me. Yo, that's the bitch then, who evicts and, people. And then, and then the way, let's not go from Instagram. Yeah. But, but then next thing I know, I go home 2 AM after the club got out or whatever. And they're like, Oh, I seen you. I'm like, yeah, I seen you seeing me. It's fucking weirdo. <laughs> like, what the hell? like, why didn't you say anything, weirdo? Like, you could have at least, like, bought me a drink, send some drinks my way, anything at all to make yourself not look like Michael Myers in the corner of the club just staring at me and my friends. Like, Niggas don't know how to talk to women. See, there's so many different types of women that I could see why it's so... Sometimes it's you don't tough. even know what to say. Yeah, 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 it's tough. It's tough. You know? Like, I'm not going to lie, but... Nah, I mean, I'm the type of person personally where I know that I'm awkward with everything I do, even podcasting, I'm, but I just embrace it and I'm like, yo, fuck it. Worst case scenario is going to come off goofy and we're going to fucking laugh about it. Whether you're laughing at me or we're laughing together, whatever. But I feel like niggas are just like, they, they're, they're just in their heads too much. They're trying way too hard to sound smooth and all this other shit. And it's like, yo, just talk. Yeah. No, honestly, like, 
it just be yourself because yeah. at the end of the day that stuff like you can only fake it so much before i start seeing who you really are and i'm like oh you're corny like it's okay you should have just presented that from the the get-go and then you would have gave me the decision whether i want to deal with that or not mm -hmm. but to put up this front for a little bit like that's just so unfair i call it like the three-month trial for my friends the three-month trial yeah because do you go by the three-month trial no i from day one i'm who i am i'm cracking jokes i'm like, oh you, i know what like, you mean so the three-month trial is and explain it if i'm not explaining it well it, it's basically like people are showing you who they really aren't in the first three months who they think i want them to be okay gotcha. or, or they're saying the things that i think that i want them to like say people pleasing almost or, or, or yeah or yeah. they're simping in a way you know what yeah, I mean? yeah, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. and then once a couple weeks in and i say around three months usually i notice for me and my friends they just switch it up yeah like something it's just like they hit a switch and i'm like what happened yeah like and then the the thing that happens with men, with women, I think, with myself too. I just be like, "What did I, like, what did I do?" You know what I mean? I'm yeah. like, did, like, what, what happened? But then again, nowadays, I'm like, I switched my thinking. Before it was like, "What did I do?" Now I'm like, "Peace, peace yeah. out." Like, because at the end of the day, I like, feel like so you many are... damn people. Like, what am I gonna sit here and cry about? Like one person, mm -hmm. one monkey don't stop the show. You know what I mean? Nah, so, I don't know. Like, I feel like you are mad, like, and this is a good thing, too. This is a really good thing. I feel like you are mad picky. I feel like I haven't seen you in a relationship since I've... I might, I might have seen you in one since the whole time I've known you, realistically. Yeah. Well, technically, I've been in, like, two um, since we've known each other, but... I call those the dark ages because yeah. it's just stuff we don't talk about. <laughs> like, we definitely both we, went we through all, our, all, like, yeah. very, very toxic dark ages, if you yeah. will. That yeah. now, we're, now that we're older, it's like you think that something is fire, and then you think back, and, and you're thinking with, like, I guess your, your older head, so to speak, and you're like, all right. You got to remind yourself that this isn't okay. We're past that. We already went through this type of stuff before. Yeah, We're not going to yeah. go through it again. Yeah. Honestly, like that, I, I try to check myself all the time because I'm like, well, I'm like, you've been there. You've done that. Yeah. You learn. Like, do we, do we want to repeat? No. So, yeah. like, just move, move different. That's pretty much what I'd be thinking. Not that us. Um, what's like a... What's like a big red flag for you off the rip with 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 those experiences? Like, what's one? What's something you see now that you're older and you've gone through, hopefully everything, mm -hmm. that you see automatically and you're like that's a red flag. I'm not doing that. Hmm. I'm like, sure there's a lot, but like a big one for you that's like an automatic no. Like a mama's boy. Yeah. Yeah, cause that right there, it's like, I'm probably not gonna treat you as well as your mom. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like, cause when I mean mama's boy, it's like, they wash their laundry. They like fold it. You know what I mean? Even like, it's just, they expect too much yeah. out of a woman because yeah. their mom was just so overly like, yeah, you know, it's wild. Or like, they're still dependent on their mom in some way. Or like, they got like daddy issues. I could also like see like doing no wrong, like, like feeling like they do no wrong too, because that's what their moms instilled in them. Yeah. It's funny because you see that a lot of women, 
And me me working in the line of work that I do, I'm I'm around men all day. Pause. And um, all you ever hear is like, oh, men are supposed to do this and women are supposed to do that. And that's like what moms instill in young men. And my mom was different in a sense that like, yo, my mom always like, yo, learn how to do your own laundry, learn how to clean yourself, learn how to learn how to clean up after yourself, learn how to fucking cook. That's a good mom. And all that. Because <laughs> it's like, yo, I'm sure I, I would have been set up for failure because it's like. And there's even times where I can't front. I've been in relationships where I've gotten comfortable, and then I'm like, all right, wake up. Like, this isn't you. It's nice to have someone do this shit for you. Don't get me wrong. But you want to, you know, be able to do all that shit yourself. Like, I don't really believe in the whole, and I don't know if you do. I know some people do to an extent. The whole old-fashioned, like, women do this and men do that. Mm-hmm. Well, back in the day, you know, the way it used to be was the man would work and provide pretty much everything. And then the woman would be the homemaker. Mm -hmm. But, you know, fast forward to 2022, us women got to work as well. And probably actually sometimes even harder than men, because we have to work a little bit harder to get like respect, equal pay, you know, all that stuff. So like, and then on top of that, be mothers. And that's something that you don't, you don't have a vacation from, you know, it's a 24 seven gig. So, and then on top of that, have to come home, cook for you, clean, f- clean for you. You know what I mean? Do, do all this other stuff. It gets so overwhelming. And that's when women start building up like resentment oh, yeah. and stuff like that, because it's like, all right, you work, come home and then you're, you're, you're chilling, you know, but I work, come home. I take care of the kid. I cook, I do what it is. Like it's, that's like having five jobs. So do you feel like it has to be split then? Like you feel like both? Cause now, with the way the world is economically, unless one or the other is loaded, it could be the man or the woman. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I feel like you almost have to both work. Automatically, you both have to work. Yeah. So automatically, in my mind, it's like if you're both working to support wherever you live, whether it be an apartment or you own your own property or whatever, at that point, then split. Then at that point, split everything else. Yeah. Split the cleaning. Split cook cooking or whatever you do you know somebody one of the, say the woman's cooking the men the, the men fucking well, clean up or whatever yeah, yeah at least so you feel like it should be split yeah like in, especially in this day honestly everybody everybody's different so like it's what works for you because everybody got different schedules like you know for, for example like my brother he has like three days on three days off so in those three days he goes ahead and cleans the house and stuff like that like he don't just lounge around on his days off so it's mm. like it's kind of split it's what really works for you so I like, hey, me personally, but it, I'm just saying like if I'm working really, really hard and stuff, like, yeah, I can't cook you breakfast, lunch, and dinner, like, nah, no. and then clean up that breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Like it's a lot. I and I did that at one point, and it just became crazy. I wasn't even this man's wife, and was like, I ha- I was going to school, working, and then coming home to cook, clean up the cooking, walk the dogs, nah. do his laundry. Um, I'd also like help him out, like pick up his brothers from school, like different stuff like that. Like, I don't know. It was just, it was a lot. So eventually I was like pulling my damn hair out because I'm like, all right, <laughs> what, what about like me? Yeah. Like, what am I going to get to like, just take the chill pill? Like, so I don't know. In, in that sense, I feel like women, women do have to work harder in the grand scheme of life. Like, I mean, yeah, 100%. I feel like men just have... Uh, Men just have to snap out of that whole, you know, 
old school mentality. And especially now, because I just feel like financially it just doesn't work. Like, unless you're a dude, even if you're a, a fucking hustler, say you're making crazy money, the, the your partner has to work. You know what I'm saying? No matter what, but men, male and female or male and male, female, and female, you know, it could be whatever these days, but it's like, you ha- it has to be equal. Nobody, nobody, like you see it as a, as a realtor, especially like no, ain't nobody out here fucking just doing it all on their own. Like you can't, it's almost impossible. Like you can't even, I, I feel like one person can't really be in a studio, in a studio apartment these days by themselves. No. Like the numbers on that even look crazy. Oh yeah. When I first Trust moved me. out here, I had a <laughs> studio apartment on Broad for six fifty a month. That shit's unheard of now. Oh yeah, for sh- for sure. What are those going for now? Well, you're talking about Broad Street. Or just studio apartments in general. Let's say in Broad. Okay, Providence. I was gonna say because it depends the area. Because <clears throat> yeah. you could find a studio apartment for like nine hundred on Broad Street these days, but you take it to like the east side of Providence. And right now, I actually, I'm going to rent a couple of studios soon. Um, they don't go past, they don't go under, like, 1500 What? Yeah. Yeah, there's a couple. But, I mean, the place is nice. Like, everything's yeah. updated. The area's nice. Big backyard, like, you know, living large type stuff. But, oh yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, rent's about, like, seven. What areas? What areas of Providence are they in? Um, like around like that Brown don't U- go under okay Brown University because okay. you know students like especially like the Ivy League like Ivy League kids um, and stuff a lot of those kids uh, their parents pay for the rent so and those are the most entitled ones too yeah. <laughs> that's a, that's the craziest part and they don't take care of the place those are the ones that really don't care because they're not paying for it so they just kind of the trash fuck? the place and stuff like there's this one property that like oh my <coughs> God, I finally set up cameras on them like. To, to spy on them to see what they do and um yeah the neighbors told me that they'd be throwing like parties with live bands and stuff i'm like live bands like in your backyard like that's, that's yeah that's old day bro so so those rents don't go under that because there's such high demand there yeah because of the ivy league like, so say it's not say it's like an area in providence that is that doesn't have I guess amenity so it's not near a school or it's not near like a shopping center or something what is like the lowest you've seen for a studio in Providence right now I saw like a basement type studio apartment for um they wanted 900 see that's even yo that's crazy but I wouldn't even live down there like Uh. well actually I'm a little picky with my living situation but yeah that I couldn't live in there it's like one room and like that's it for 900 what? That's actually on um, Picasso, like not too far from here. That's great. Yo, you're throwing my address out there. I said it's not too far from here. Picasso, nobody knew I lived on Picasso, Daisy. What the, the fuck? apartment is on Picasso. Oh, I threw myself out there. Yeah. Oh, wow. See? I could have sworn Men do that a lot. Do what? Y'all tell on yourselves. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, Just this. saying. <laughs> Just yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Who says women don't not do it too, though? Maybe we're a little bit better at lying. Not telling you things you don't need to know. There's a difference. Because if you, hey, if you come out and ask me a question, I'll answer it. Mm-hmm. And like truthfully. But if you don't ask me, I'm not telling you. If it's not important. Does it aggravate you when men ask you a lot of questions? It depends what kind of questions, you know? Like shit about your character, your past, I guess. 
Just to maybe to get to know you um, and who you are. Not as a really. Person. No, huh. they can ask me stuff about my past Fuck with because that. I'll, I'll tell them straight up like, yeah, I had a toxic relationship, and that's why maybe sometimes when you do this, yeah, it might trigger me, okay. and I'm sorry, like you know, for the future, like sorry in advance, uh, because this is where I come from and this is how I love. So just to let you know before mm. you get to that, and then you're just kind of confused, you know. Because I've definitely been so through women who come off like kind of aggravated or annoyed if i'm asking them like quote-unquote verbatim like too many questions but it's like stuff that i feel because i've been through shit myself stuff that i feel like i i want to know you know what i mean like yo you have you ever done this or have you ever done that or whatever and it's like i could see why it would come off annoying but at the same time it's like it's kind of something i want to know and when you said that that made me think of that because it's like other than anyone, men or women telling on themselves, you're never going to know unless you ask. Yeah. You ask a lot of questions too or not? Like when I... Yeah. Honestly, dating me is like an interview for the first... Yeah, like, yeah, two, yeah, three, yeah, yeah, The yeah. first two, three dates is like you're in like interviews pretty much right now because... And, and I feel the same way. Like I'm technically in an interview for this guy too. You know, it goes both ways. Like, and what we're doing is pretty much getting to know the basics of who we are. Yeah. And if we like that then we keep going we get deeper into conversation because re- realistically i hate small talk but no nah, it has to the, be yeah i don't like that either i'd rather have like a deep conversation yeah me too but at least for the first date date or two yeah like i don't know how far i can step with this person mm-hmm. you know i don't know when i'm saying too much or maybe like i shouldn't ask a certain question or whatever but typical questions that i ask guys is like obviously like the what do you do like you know um, <coughs> Where do you see yourself in a, in a few years? You know, depending on his age, too. Mm-hmm. Like, some men already, like, kind of got it. They chose their career, went to school for it, whatever. So I'll just be like, okay, that's cool. But, like, those questions are just to see, like, do you have the qualities that I have, which is kind of, like, ambition. Um, you know, you're not complacent. Um, and you, I don't know, like, want the same things that I want. I don't know, marriage, kids. Yeah. You know, where do you want to live? Stuff like that. Like, and maybe that does come off a little bit like, dang, this girl's like interrogating me. No. Uh, like, no, nah, I was going to say those like, are actually like, those are, those might scare niggas who are bums and are just like calm. Or that you know are not saying? ready for the future. Exactly. Because like my, like somebody I, I used to talk to was kind of like that, um, where like I'd ask them adult questions pretty much like, like, when do you see yourself having a kid? But what would he would hear coming out of my mouth is like, I have a kid with you, blah, blah. You know yeah, what I mean? and you I'm don't like, come off that way. You don't come no, off like somebody who wants a fucking no, kid right absolutely over. Absolutely yeah. not. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, I want to yeah. get married first. Yeah. Like, like, guys will offer to put a baby in me before they offer me a ring. That's, yeah. And it's like, guys, you know one is more permanent, right? Like, yes. <laughs> not for nothing. Yes. Like, we could get a divorce. Yeah, granted, they're expensive, but like. Not to stereotype. And I know before this podcast, you were very like, I want to be careful, whatever. But it was mostly Dominicans, right? Not gonna offend me when you say that. Dominicans that what? That wanted to like that were like yo, let me put a baby in you. Oh no. Recklessly, like or was U- it just? It was men like the United Nations. It was like yo. all kind of men. <laughs> yo, what the oh, fuck? Shit. I'm glad you said that because there is a very big fucking stereotype with Dominicans, and I'm not helping at all because we see a fucking stack of diapers in front of me. I mean, I have uh, two different baby mamas right now. I don't like that term, yeah, I'm not, but I'm not, I'm not nobody. But the 
Dominicans do it a lot, man. I'm not gonna lie. It's very like I mean lat- women, Latino men. Latino men yeah. for sure, just in general. I, I'm sure us women have like a horror story about of like Dominican Puerto Rican Domin- man oh, like, or man. something like that. I don't know about a Guatemalan man. I've never really heard a horror story. Have you story been with a Guatemalan, Guatemalan man? Yeah, I have. Did you I like had a boyfriend it? that was Guatemalan? Uh he would it was fine. It was great because, like, our cultures, obviously, like, we understand each other's culture. So, like, that's what helped us hit it off so much, you know? Like, so. And, and of course, it helps because my mom was like, you're dating a Guatemalan man? Yay! You know, like, they, I don't know what, what it is with her, but, like, she just, like, would love if I was either with a Guatemalan man with or, like, a time. white man. Because huh. <laughs> they're calm. You don't have really Ooh. white men. White men are calm? Not <laughs> some. So you either have like the conservative, like the conservative white man, or you have the liberal white man who's very laid back and probably lets you do whatever the fuck you want. Like if you, if you, I feel like if you went up to a liberal white man and he was in love with you and you were like, I, I want to go fuck four dudes this week, he'll probably say that's fine. I wouldn't want to be with a man. That no, you no, that. you wouldn't. But that's I'm saying like, it would be okay with them. It would be okay with them. You think so? I've seen shit know. like that. I've seen some weird. I've seen and have talked to some weird shit. Hey, some weird people. I truly believe that we stray further and further away from God every day. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, it's I talk. It's crazy out here, man. Like it's. And I got love for everybody. I got love for my white people. But one thing you guys know that I do is roast people. I roast myself. I'll probably roast Daisy at some point this podcast. I think you probably already did. Maybe. I don't know. But I, yo, I talk to a lot of fucking dudes all day. And a lot of the dudes that come in that are with the swinger shit with their wives and shit are white men. Oh, yeah. I don't know what it is. I couldn't do it. I think a lot of them have like a a cuck fetish, you know, like a cuck a, fetish. Isn't that how you pronounce it? A cuck, a cuck or something like you're being cuckolded, where like other men touch their wives and stuff, and they like that, like they like watching it. Would you, so you wouldn't so you wouldn't want to you wouldn't want to ever like be with a guy who's like you could do whatever you want. No, because then he's going to think it's okay to do whatever he wants, yeah. and it's not. But what if he, like, no. guaranteed that he would never do anything to you? Nothing in this life is guaranteed. But the like, only way you can guarantee it to me is if you put it in blood. Like, like do some brujeria or something. That's the only way I'll All right, so let's say that. that let's say that. Would but, you, I wouldn't, but I don't mess with that, so I wouldn't even do that. Yeah. <laughs> so like, we're talking about me. Like, I would never do anything like that. That stuff is all too real and all too not my thing. Yo, bro. I just don't, I've never understood it. I'm like, yo, how? And one of them actually want, like invited, always invited me over to go chill with him and, and, and the wife. And the wife is always, when whenever he comes in to get a cut, she's very touchy. Always like hugging me. Like, you know, she'll, she'll like do this thing to my arm while I'm cutting his hair, like trying to mess around. I'm like. Why does she like you? That's what they want. They haven't come right out and said it, but that's what they want. Is that the vibes you get from the guy? Both of them. She prayed. <laughs> I prefer not to say it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yo. Like, what are they what are they offering? No, I'm just kidding. You've never been like 
Um, I've been approached, <coughs> approached to be a third many times. Yeah? Yeah. Never, but the, never the way I it. see is like, mm, tacky. I'm not some fucking thing that you take out. But the what if what if they love you though? Spice up your life. What if they care. love you? What see, if they the, come the way, up to you the and they're that like, that "Yo, Daisy, am, we love you." The way that I am, I'll probably end up loving the man, and then who the hell is she? You know what I mean? <laughs> so, <laughs> so no, I'm not that type. I can't do that. Like, I, I knowing who I am, I couldn't do that. And on top of that, like, I don't know. I just feel like yo, we literally just, the same person because I would be the same exact. Like my mentality. Like I'm not no one's. My mentality would be the same exact way. Aside from me not wanting to get fucked in the ass, personally. There's um, going to be some of that going on. If you're there. Aside from me not wanting any of that, I just feel like I, I'm the same way. Like, my person, I'm just a lover boy, and I would probably end up getting attached to the female, and it's like, yo, uh, what are we doing here? Yeah. Some, you've got to go. I could be stepdad. You could see them on the weekends. More power that, to you, that, but like multiple, like boyfriend girlfriend, the nah, hell uh, no. polyamorous thing. Um, but I couldn't. I'm like I'm a, I'm kind of jealous. Like so, I'm I'm very very jealous. That's why I'm saying like you're gonna have me come through, and I'm gonna for whatever reason start feeling jealous because you guys are married. I'm not doing that. Hey, so I'm sure you've seen uh you on Netflix. Yeah, we used to make fun of that. Fuck, we used to talk about that show all the so, time. Yeah, so you know the freaking um, scene where they start doing this whole swingers thing, right? Yes. Literally, I'd be love in that situation. I'm like, I'm gonna kill her and him and everybody in this yeah. room right now. Yeah, I wouldn't be able to handle that mentally. I'm so mad. Especially they- if I love that man. Like, oh no, I think him even bringing it up to me would like hurt my feelings like deeply. Yeah, I would be tight. I'd be like, what? I would be very, very tight. I think I'd have to like. Re- Oh yeah, I'm good. You could throw. I mean, uh, I'm gonna fucking throw that shit. Um, yeah, I would not be able to just ash it on this table. You know, I'll just clean it after. That was me. No, that was me. Oh. Um, yeah, I would definitely be loving that situation. I literally was like, and she was the one who considered it. I was so mad just watching that. Like, See, I just wouldn't be able to do that. Us women do that sometimes, but like, hey, it's still like. But you Some, do, do you do it as a test or what? No, like, sometimes what? you think you want something until you're in the thick of it and you're like, whoa, this is not what I wanted. And you know what I mean? Those those feelings are still valid. You know, it's kind of like going skydiving right before you jump off the plane. You're like, whoa, I should not have come up here. That's you true. Know? Like, but then you still, you know, got to follow through with it a lot of the times. Have you skydived before? No, I would, I would never. I don't do know why I feel like you. See, I'm one of those people. You ever see those roller coaster videos where like the people like are like screaming and they kind of just. They kind of just black out. Yeah. I'm, like, an adrenaline. Like, when I get too much adrenaline, I what? black out. Yeah. So if I were to, like, get to the top of the plane, I think as soon as I jump off, it's, like, going to just be a nap all the way to the bottom. <laughs> and I don't want the photographer over there taking pictures of me, and I'm, like, not even with my eyes open. So you black so gonna, out off too, too much adrenaline. Yeah. That's crazy. I like blackout and fights too, but not like blackout like like I just no. But don't the remember. adrenaline I'm thing just, is the is the one just where like, you knock out. Well, I have like both. Like it's like a blackout. Like it's, but in rides, of course, like with that blackout because of like the force and everything, it's kind of just like you. Have you blacked out during sex before? Blacked out. Like mm. like whether it was adrenaline or whatever. Like I've like fell asleep <laughs> before. <laughs> Because Hold on. Hold I was, on. I was drunk, though. 
<laughs> I was yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. too lit, so I was just like, you know what? Like I, I just fell asleep. <laughs> like <laughs> Bro, I <laughs> I'ma hit this real quick. Well, I was gonna say I thought you were bored, but then I thought then then you said you you were drunk and then I'm like, "Oh, okay." But then I'm like, "Wait. No. When you're drunk, that makes sex sometimes most of the time even more enjoyable." So it's like it's, you were definitely bored no matter what. It was because I was like so sleepy. Like it was so late at night and you know, after the drinks start kicking in and then you you know, you're just like, "Oh. I'm going to go to sleep." But you were bored, though, still. Bored? Yeah. Of the, There's no way that... <laughs> there's no way that while there's penetration happening, you just fall asleep unless it's whack. Oh, um, like it wasn't penetration, though. What was it? <laughs> you know what it was. I was just kind of like laying back, letting him do his thing. Oh, he was, and the next thing I know, I was going like, down. He was... Knocked out, and you know what, what? What made it worse? I even fucking like did a little jump. It was during. I felt so bad. It was during oral. Yes. Okay, bro, I'm over here imagining like that's never happened to you. F- falling asleep while. Well, like kind of just yeah, like dazing off. I have this thing that I do, and I have it done recently. I I wouldn't. I I I situationally thank god i wouldn't do it like if like kids were around or in the same bed or whatever but i do this thing where i want to say when i'm sleeping around the person for a long time but there's even been times where it's happened in the middle of the night with somebody i just met but i fuck in my sleep so like you don't remember it most of the time i remember it but it's like so a technically weird. Technically, you're awake, but you're just like in a, the sleepy. I call it the like sleepy limbo when you're. So like, when I've looked it up before, and it's called sexomnia. I swear to God, you could Google it right now on your phone you're for the fuck me of it. You're a sexomniac. <laughs> I have sexomnia. Yes, I suffer from sexomnia. All right. Look it up. I swear to fucking. Right, I swear to God, I'm so serious that I didn't oh, put I'm the. Not, I'm not. I'm not denying the fact that it exists, but like. I have it, though. So this is what happens, right? Sexomnia. I I got paranoid about this, Daisy, right? It was a whole big dramatic thing because I was like, bro, what if I do this one time? And it's a thing, right? Okay. So it says, what does sexomnia mean? Sexomnia is an interphase sleep disorder. (laughs) Characterized by an individual engaging in unconscious sexual behavior during transitional sleep stages. Symptoms of fondling, (laughs) involuntary (laughs) orgasm, stimulating foreplay intercourse with a partner. Okay, I guess she's listing off what you could do. (laughs) Although sexomnia is rare, medical evidence suggests that behavioral habits and (laughs) psychological disturbances. (laughs) Yeah, you're just 
disturbed already, are potential culprits that adversely influence sleep patterns. All right, but the disturbed part, like, you, you almost, like, slept on the fact that I'm a victim to this. I, when I found out it was sexomnia, it was the same day where I woke up and I was like, all right, this has to stop. Like, I woke up and, and I remembered it. So, first of all, let me walk you through how it feels, right? Okay. You legit, like... And sometimes I'll wake up in the middle of it, so I'll wake up to, like, the foreplay, or I'll wake up in, the, like, I'll wake up, and I'm on top. So, like, one minute you're dreaming, next thing you're, like, in the middle of, in the, Daisy, in the of it. Daisy, you're a guy. You, for, let's pretend you're a guy, you have a dick, whatever. You're sleeping next to your partner. You're sleeping, it's darkness, whether you were dreaming or whatever it was, and you wake up, and you're already on top. Yeah, I think... Or I rem- or there's times where I've woken up and literally remembered. Or it, it's like right in the middle of foreplay. So it's almost like you start it while you're asleep and then, and then you start to wake up, but you're still half asleep. So I'll wake up in the middle of like foreplay. I started kissing them or whatever. But wh- <clears throat> what I remember always is that w- from the time where it starts from the foreplay when I wake up like that, it's like... I, they, they're always, they were asleep. So one, this is, ha- this, at this point in my life, it, it happened like fucking like 17 times or something. So I'm like, this so you, is you why. you told your doctor? Is that? No, I didn't tell my doctor because they're going to so tell me the same should. shit, Google. But listen, <laughs> I woke up. Maybe he'll give you some pills for that. I don't know. <laughs> I woke up the next day and I'm like, all right, this has to stop. Like, I... How do you stop? I've it's always been with a partner, so it's like, and every time I explain this thought to them, they were always like, "No, you're good." Like, obviously, I want to have sex with you. It was fine, but my my now, initial I'll be like, thought, Bro, I'm sleeping. My initial thought is like, <laughs> "Damn, I'm not like, I'm technically, and I'm being over dramatic when I say this, but I'm technically not getting consent." So I'm like, "Yo, on both parts too." On both parts, my sleep is fucking, mm-hmm. yeah. Wow. Um, that's crazy. So um, that's the day that I found that out was when I literally went on Google and I was like, I'm I probably put something like I'm fucking in my sleep help. And that, and it's like something that came up. I think you, like many other men would benefit from some therapy. I don't know. I go to a therapist, uh, once every two weeks. That's good. Yeah. That's good. I think not, a, not enough men go to therapy. This is very true. I feel like a lot of men should go to therapy. And, and it's crazy. Even Well, I my therapist did, before we get into this, because I like where you're going, my therapist did laugh, laugh at me about the sexomnia thing. So I guess it's not a, as big of a deal. Like as genuinely laughed or like? No, like liter- genuinely and literally laughed. Like I just did? Yeah. Okay. Because mm-hmm. to her, I have a lot of other See, that's real problems in my life. No, she was, va- so she, she laughed at first and then she understood it. She was like, Listen, you're not doing anything wrong. You're you're it's with your partners. Your partners are reassuring you that you're you're fine. But I understand like she validated me in a sense that she was like, you know, I understand where you're coming from because at the end of the day, yeah, in your head you're like, I'm not asking permission or whatever. Now what if you're not sleeping next to your partner? That's where he can get you into trouble. Yes. So that's why maybe you should like But what I told you is what I told you is this, and this is also something I found in the Google search. 
it always happens with a partner. So it usually does take time. Comfortable. But once I'm like with them and comfortable with them, like I've been, I lived with them for like six months to a year, whatever. So then like it, you then ever it like, starts. Do you ever go to sleep and then wake up and you're just like, you're just fucking beating your meat? <laughs> no. See, all right. So, so is it sexism or whatever it is? It what is it? What's it's it called? Sexomnia. Sexomnia. <laughs> it's never happened. So I guess. As oh, comfortable really? as I am with my hand, I'm not like it's always with someone that I have a very s- strong love for, I guess, and I'm comfortable with them, and it's been a little while. But it's it is very situational because I like if they, if I know that there's a kid around, I won't do it. So I subconsciously, I'm still good. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's what I was if, worried about at the end of the day. If that's if that's how you feel, then. The- <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's, that's good. Like you should feel like. Wow. Would you think it was a big deal if your partner like woke you up like that? Like, would you would you think it's a big deal in a sense that you'd be like, bro, what the fuck's wrong with you? It it depends. Like maybe once or twice, I'd be like, haha, whatever, spontaneous. But after a while, it's like, bro, I gotta work in the morning. Like this is gonna take a little bit. Like no. Oh, like, you're fine. All right. I, I, I like, thought you. On, man. I'm like, worried. I'm more worried about the whole like. Listen, you didn't ask my permission thing. Like, like you're going to meet who your partner for it, is what I'm saying. I think it's all situational. I don't know. Yeah. You know, uh, I, yeah. I can't. There's not, like, a consistent answer for every single time you're going to have an encounter. Right? Yeah, you know? true. At any moment, you But if, you're, you, if you love the guy and you've been with him, you're not going to, like, meet to him over it. No, but I'd talk to him about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah. Like, or I'll be like, hey, you should talk to somebody this or something like that like i'd be like because hey i noticed that this is a habit yeah of yours like talk to your doctor and see if you can get medication or some shit no not like medication because like doctors would be quick to like be like all yeah, right yeah, yeah. take this and that and the third or whatever but i think you have to get to the root of the problem a lot of the times like that's just a there's no like root to that there's no deep meaning it's just a, it's just a thing well to that maybe oh i know i know what you mean okay i know what you mean but who knows yeah like that's true I don't know, just in general. So, like, I, <laughs> I guess if there's no cure for what you have, then, like... No, there's no cure. It's just, <laughs> you know, hopefully pick out a partner that when it happens to them, they're fi- they're they're going to hit me with that. They're going to be like, listen, I know this is a thing. I appreciate it. Yeah, you're, you're making me lose sleep. I'm going to work. I'm fucking tired. They have told me that, too. They're like, yo, that was nice Come last on, night, man. but I was just fucking... <laughs> <laughs> yo. They're probably feeling it at work the next day, like, damn, like... It's just crazy. At one point, I was really scared of like being me too. One day, like I break, I I become famous for the podcasting shit, and some ex is like, "He was a good guy, but he fucking woke up and he's a fucking weirdo." Like, nah, man, that's that's crazy. There's some some weirdos out there, like some some pretty weird people. So like, if that's the worst of it, then like you just gotta. That's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. Is okay. Is okay with that. Yeah. Everybody has different kinks, and like some there's. So many people in this world, one person is going to like your, your kink, whatever that thing may be. This is very, very true. Yeah. So. Men's mental health with, <laughs> da- with Daisy B, ladies and gentlemen. So a lot of men don't do what I do and go to therapy every two weeks. With my busy ass schedule, working 50 plus hours a week, 50 minimum, it's literally always finding the time to go every two weeks. And there's men who don't. And I can tell you <clears throat> off 
the bat that the biggest biggest issue is the design and i don't think we should i don't think we should lose this and i don't know what you think as a female because a lot of females are the thing that i don't like that a lot of females do not all of them but the ones that just want to get rid of all of our old school things and i always say that you should keep some old school things but also adapt to a lot of the new school things because we need it because some of the old school ways are bad Mm -hmm. but there are women who are very like Yes, I think guys should men should go to therapy, but I don't think they should completely throw uh, what they call toxic masculinity away. And I say it in quotations because I feel like there's a lot of things that from the old school that men have that that make them a man that they should keep at the end of the day. So there are women out there who just think that they should just throw all of that away because anything that's too manly is bad. Mm. Honestly, I feel like once you just take and I wanted to know your opinion on that because once you just a, take out the word toxic, it's like, fine. You know, take it, out the toxic fine. parts. Just take out the toxic part because yeah. it's okay for a man to be masculine and feel powerful in his ability to be a provider and be a man and stuff. But the thing that a lot of men mess up is that, like you know, for a woman to thrive in her femininity. Is if I a man, if I, I I thought I messed it up, but if a man is able to thrive in his masculinity, and you guys kind of like are able to coexist, like once you throw in the toxicness, like especially like because it's like machismo at some point, like it is no, it is, it. it is, it is. And once you take that away, you can be a man, you can be a provider. Those old school ways that maybe those girls are referring to that, like maybe we shouldn't throw away that. But let's just throw away the extra stuff that we don't need. You know what I mean? Like the mansplaining, the thinking that like, you know, you're superior. Because a lot of men ha- these days like have like a god complex that like, oh, yeah, I, yeah, like, yeah. oh my yeah, god, yeah, yeah. like that right there is a red flag. If I ever done seen one, I'm like, and oh, then man, it's created, just... and then to be, I mean, out of fair, in all fairness, it's created a a a backlash with women having a god complex and why wouldn't they you know when men have when men have it so women are like yo you know what at the end of the day yeah women have it too you fucking love me you love being with me being inside me so i'm going to create this complex now and then men don't like that and it's like yo it's a vicious cycle i i agree with you and that's what i was saying like there are there are 100 percent if I can name them off the top of my head, things that old school things that men need to get rid of, like what we talked about earlier with the whole women do this, men do this. And and uh, the and the whole, um, you know, my wife is pretty much my servant and just shit like that. Yes, we need to get rid of beating your kid and, and, and beating the, the man into him or the or the gay out of him some men do throw that shit out but there are a lot yes. of things that men need to you know that men do need to keep and what we're running into now in this age of both sides and every side being too extreme sometimes is some women taking it too far and saying well just being a man in general being a man's man in general is wrong i don't i don't i don't agree with that and i think one of the thing you, i think that you can still the Sopranos is a good show. I always think about this. If you haven't watched it, you definitely fuck with it. I never watched it. Um, you can still go. You can still go to fucking therapy and still be a man, 
and have a Absolutely. lot of your manly traits. If anything, I feel like, in my opinion, it makes you more of a man because that means that you are seeking help. You are a yep. man that can receive help because it takes like, uh, kind of like an egoless kind of man, like in a yeah, way, yeah, like yeah. you know, just put your pride to the side and like be able to ask for help, get advice. You know what I mean? Whether that be therapy, a church, everybody like has their outlet, but just kind of like seek answers, seek mentors that can help you, uh, resources, because that's something that is really not talked about. Like as tough as the healthcare system is, like there still are some resources that you can seek out to as a man and just like be able to talk to somebody, like whether it be like your local pastor or go to therapy. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know. Uh, I, I think it's I think it's important yeah. to, to do that and like like I was saying it makes me think of him as more of a man because I'm like he's aware of things yes. like he's tapped into his like emotions like and like aside from that, being a man about other shit like being a man's man about other shit they're also being they're also admitting and opening up to somebody their fuck ups or their mistakes or their Thought process or just venting about anything in general. Um, that takes the pressure off women, too, because what happens is, aside from men just needing to go to therapy in general because we're the sex that feels like we need to be hard and store everything and all of that, it takes the pressure off women because men usually, if they dump their shit out, they dump their shit out on women and then in a wrong way, yeah, in a bad way, sure. in a way that creates other problems and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, I was telling you about, you got HBO? Mm, I think I only had HBO for like a week to watch Euphoria and then I like. The way it was worth <laughs> it to watch Euphoria, get HBO and watch The Sopranos. Because The Sopranos, and I wanted to tell everybody to watch it if you haven't, it's, it's one of the best shows of all time, argu- arguably, if you look it up, it's up there with Breaking Bad and Game of Thrones and all of those shows. He's... The main character, if you don't know about it, is the leader. When you look at the show from a distance, you think it's just like if you watch any mafia movies, it's that it's like Goodfellas. Yeah, yeah. Except the leader of the family, the the boss, he suffers from anxiety and depression. Okay. He has panic attacks that make him pass out. This is okay. a guy who walks around with a fucking designer like some type of designer like shirt or polo shirt with his fucking chains and you know the whole like Italian, Italian mm-hmm, you know what I mean mm-hmm. on the hill look mm-hmm. just has fucking have a panic attack and pass out in front of his people or he'll walk away from his people so they don't see him pass out this dude sees a therapist okay often he gets prescribed medication and he takes them mm-hmm. there's times where he slips which all of us do where we're like you know what fuck you you don't know like, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Mm-hmm. You, or you stop taking your medication, whatever the case may be. Yeah, yeah. But this is a grown... Like, Tony Soprano, I'm sure you've heard the name, even mm-hmm. if you haven't watched it. Like, a mafioso-ass nigga. Like, mm-hmm. at times, sociopathic. Mm-hmm. But he goes to fucking therapy, and the therapist is calling him out. And sometimes he, you know, he listens to her, and sometimes he doesn't. Yeah. That's dope. I, like, I thought it was just, like, some, no, like... there's a deep... That show was ahead of its time. Like, this shit came out not, not late 90s, early 2000s. Mm-hmm. I'll, definitely, I'll definitely check it out. Because, like, I'm, I'm very much a... I just don't, like, do, like, that, like, 
gangster stuff because I'm like, it's the same story. It's just like, you know what I mean? No, this Y'all is are very, fighting over turf and money and all this yeah, other stuff yeah, yeah, and yeah, sex yeah. and yep. women and guns and drugs. Mm-hmm. And, so I'm like, I, I like like dramas and stuff like that and like mysteries and you'd love, murder mystery. You'd absolutely stuff. love The Sopranos just because there's a, it's not just the mob stuff, but it's the family aspect. It's what he deals with at home and balancing that life and his home life. And the old school Italian, like I have my wife, but I have my girl. And him balancing all of that and taking it to therapy. It's just, it, the show was ahead of his time. A man like that, especially an, an everyday man with, let's say, everyday problems, going to therapy is something we just started talking about. That show was ahead of its time coming out back then. So When did, when did that come out? Late 90s, early 2000s. It came out in the late 90s, and it went through the early 2000s. That wow. Phenomenal show. Hmm. I'm going to check it out, for sure. Phenomenal show. Do you, at, do you ask a guy if they do that nowadays with, your, with, your, interview ther- which, with your interview uh, process? Um, if they go to therapy? Yeah. Mm. Or you feel like I that's not something out, you need to know right away? I don't straight out like, ask them unless we're close like that at that point and like, sharing on yeah. that level. Um. But I feel like you kind of just, I mean, me, personally, I would just know. Because, like, an unhinged man, I can spot yeah, him from a yeah, mile yeah. away. Yeah, 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 there's red flags like we were talking but about But, like, earlier. sometimes, like, if a man can, like, communicate correctly, that right there is already, like, I'm like, hmm. I feel like if a man, like, is, so if, is it fair to say that if a man communicates well, like, there's, like, all, the, like, you almost, like, believe automatically there's no there's no more red flags like if he's, if he's communicating he's doing some type of therapy mm. i mean it, it it could be or he was raised well it doesn't even have to be therapy or he was raised well he could be raised well but i think it's like more or less if a man goes to therapy he would also like extend that in a way outwards and like ask me about like my feelings and stuff like that. Like, yep. cause a lot of people from therapy like to yep. kind of be a therapist to other people without us even I noticing am. it. You know what I mean? Without even noticing I it. I 100% like, am. So, so that's what I'm trying to say. Like, You're the same way, right? Yeah. Mind you, I don't even, I don't even go to therapy. <laughs> what? <laughs> Yo, maybe you've done enough of it though. I have I have done yeah. a good amount in my time. Yeah. Listen, there that's another thing. When we say go to therapy, we mean go to therapy. I'm the same way. I'm seeing a therapist now personally because you would agree that every now and then in your life will get to that point and you're like, okay, I need therapy again. But when we say go to therapy, literally go to therapy and then be done with it. You can be done with therapy. You yeah. can get to a point where, like, me and you, if I stop seeing my therapist, I still have everything they've taught me for years and years and years in my head yep. to a point where I'm, I act like a therapist to yeah. other people. It's like going to school. Yeah. You go there to also, they are there to help you educate yourself, pretty much, and know your triggers, mm-hmm. where your traumas come from, mm-hmm. how you, like, your love language, like, how you can love yourself, like, so many different things. And also, like, a lot of people are kind of, like, jaded about this type of stuff, like therapy and stuff, because maybe they went to the wrong therapist or something. There's different therapies, like you know that, like there's different styles of, of, like communication and stuff with therapists. Like people are people, even if they are your therapists, they're not just like robots. So like, 
jump around if you can like find somebody that fits right with you next thing you know it feels like you're like your friend granted that's not your friend it's your therapist but yeah, yeah, yeah. um you know, can't go too far with that <laughs> i mean tony soprano went far he uh he was attracted to his therapist at one point but that, you'll find that on the show man was she, a, was she she was also attracted to him okay he was a very rare client he was a very rare client he was uh, he was the leader of a mob right, gang yeah. in jersey don't spoil it for me. I won't. Because I'm going to watch it. I won't. Um, <laughs> do you feel like it's the same thing on the woman's side? Like, they need, to, they need to also go to therapy. And they need to also... Like, do you feel like one side needs it more than the other? Hmm. Well... To me, yes, because women also go through, like, postpartum and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So, in a way, like, yeah, we probably need some more. Because mm-hmm. also women, like, we're, we have so much hormones and, like, different, like, Im- you know what I mean? And at any moment, it can be unbalanced and whatever. Like, it's just, it's hard. And on top of that, like, every single month we get doused with, like, you know what I mean? Hormones and this and this and that. Like, so it's, like, that's why maybe we're a little bit more, like, seen as, like, the more emotional yeah, I mean, the woman, the, like I think we all have, this sounds corny, but I think we all have, like, some type of magic in us. The, the female body, I always say, I feel like has more magic. Obviously, it does more magical things on a monthly basis, when they're pregnant, when they give birth, after, like, mm-hmm. it's wild. I, I definitely feel like there's a, <clears throat> there's a, there's a, everything's broken down by science, and I love science, but I feel like there's definitely a soul aspect to us. Obviously, you believe so. And if, if you're a religious person of any type, you believe so. Even believing in a soul in itself, I feel like, is a type of religion or belief. Mm-hmm. Um, what is, if you don't mind me asking, what is your... Because I get into this, shit, this weird shit, too. What is your religion? So, I'm Christian. You're a Christian. Yeah. And I go to a non like non-denominational where it's kind of like we don't give ourselves that extra kind the of sub, title like yeah kind of like a baptist evangelist pentecostal yep, like, yep, you know, yep, stuff yep, like yep. that um it's just a, it's that. just a christian church it's like bible based like great pastors like they're awesome and they take like everyone in you know what i mean just as they are like what's the you term that you use for that the, uh Un- Undenominational, undenominational. Like yeah, if you like Google that, like yeah. it, like around you, literally, I think my, my church would like pop up like right away. That's fire. I've never been to a church and, like and that. And for the record, like if anybody from my church is watching, like I'm sorry, forgive me, pray for me. <laughs> I always say, I always said God has, has a sense of humor for sure. Um, oh yeah. That's, oh man, that's dope. Because I've always been to specific churches where there's specific rules. You can wear something, you can't wear something. Well, those like are the other subcategories. Yes, that no, we're I know, about, I know that know, off the. Like, so, yeah. so that's why once you remove that, like I remember, like early on into into going there, uh, my pastor said something that pretty much I was just like, yes, that's exactly what I believe. Where he was just kind of like religion in a way, kind of still like divides us. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, we're all kind of after one thing, which is that, like, connection to the higher God. You know what I mean? And whatever that looks like to people around the world, you know, mm-hmm. like, religion has just separated us. But really, like, I believe, you know, obviously in, like, Jesus Christ and, like, God and the 
Bible and all that stuff. But, I've um, been around because I've, I have two sides of the family and all of that. I've been around all different types of Christian churches mm-hmm. and they wouldn't, I feel like I, I grew, I grew out of what I was taught and I started forming my own beliefs and my biggest belief is there is a God and we are all, we all have our own religions at the end of the day. We just follow different rules with them and we have our own idea of what's good and what's not. Mm-hmm. Fuck, obviously fuck the terrorists who say that they do things in, in mm, their God's ki- name. To kill people, no. yeah. Aside from all of that, we all kind of more or less have the same morals and rules and things that we try to try to follow because it's impossible to be perfect. Um, but try to follow and ask for forgiveness for your sins and all of that, whether you do it out loud or you have a, a conscious inside you that says this is wrong and you feel it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I grew up with, with Christians who were like, well, no, our belief and our way is the only way. It's wrong to see it that way. There's only one God and it's our God. No, I feel like personally, like we're all... Well, no matter what your religion is, we're all worship, we're all looking up to the we're praising the same God in our own way. Yeah, see the the way that like I guess like my church or at least I see it, it's like you don't force anything upon people. Yes, because at the end of the day, we have free will. Like, yes, you could choose to um. follow you know your God and follow these rules and stuff like that. You could choose to do that. But once it's forced, it's like defeating the purpose, you know, because so what ends are you going to be an enforcer? You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like all I could do is share my like testimony with you, Mm -hmm. tell you how God has helped me, invite you to my church, invite you to events. You know what I mean? Maybe check in on you here and there or even like show God's love and goodness through myself. Yeah, that's exactly what like we teach in, 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 in my church. Like we're just here to restore. Like that's, yeah, you know, and you're naturally good and daisy's gonna have a podcast soon whether she's doing it herself or she's gonna be on one with me <laughs> on a weekly i don't know what we would call it but you really just vibed with me right now because my next literally my next thought was the whole forcing things on people side note it was a little before the pandemic i don't know if you remember this but we when we were like you could tell we were like attempting at going on a date <laughs> and what i like that you did was you invited me to church like aside from us making dinner plans you were also like i want to bring you to church this day mm. and at the time i was like uh, but if i knew that that church was like that you even went. though we didn't end up going on a date like i would have went well, that's, I hope I hope you fire. can still go. No, I, 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 I'm I, curious to I check it out. I invite all my friends to go, like, and they can go or not. But I tell them 10 a.m. same place, same time every Sunday. Boom, go. Like, we have young adult nights too, and it's actually pretty laid back. Like, nah, it's, that's it's, fire. You know, Yo, everything about that. It's a bunch of like 20 something year olds, and we're just like playing games, and then like we like sing a song or two, like really vibe out. Like, there's one thing for sure. Like, if I can dance up in a club. I can definitely dance up in church and look wild doing it. And I love it. Like, I love going there and just kind of, like, letting myself be so just, like, vulnerable. Like, yeah. that's one place where I feel like I could just really if I knew that then, let go. If I knew that then, and I feel like then we were, like, it, it obviously didn't go anywhere because we were always very busy or, or always doing something. And it was like, yeah, hey, what are you doing? I... hey, what are you doing? Hey, what are you doing? Hey, what are you doing? 
What, what do you mean? <laughs> no, it's just... I'm just kidding. <laughs> you thought I had another reason? Or you had another... Like, what? No, I'm just poking fun at you. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm in the hot seat now. <laughs> I promise. There was times that I hit you up and you were like, nah, I'm, I'm not free tonight. And I was like, oh, all right. Probably busy. We're both busy people. Yeah. Still very... I don't, I don't think we're just... We're not each other's types. No. So that's why... And I feel like I realized that very early on. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You know, that's that I, and I don't, that's one thing about me. I don't waste people's time. Nah, hell no. At all. Hell it's not no. around mine to be wasted either. So who am I to hold up the lunch line? The you know, lunch line. That's what I say, you know. Like, Why the lunch line? Because people are hungry out here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, not really. What I'm, what I'm trying to say in a less kind of vulgar metaphor is uh who am i to block i know what your you blessings? mean fucking <laughs> you know if a woman really wants to like be with you and i'm over here wasting your time i feel that's like true. karma no, no, is no, gonna come true. back and that's like true. someone's gonna waste my time and i'm gonna mess up something with a guy that really wants something with me or like wants to treat me like 100 we definitely but we definitely both like over the years i feel like we definitely both just always known that we were like better friends than anything almost be and one of the biggest reasons is that we're almost like so much we are a lot alike when it comes to how the dating process goes for us yeah but as aside from all of that if i had known then out regardless of what i would have just went because i've i just because i've always gone to churches that are like extremely one way and that's it so i've never so known anything I. else so have i i've been to and it was almost like traumatic in some ways. I've seen drama. Here's the thing: a lot of people have a similar, like, type story where that's why they're so, like, jaded with church. Yes. Like that's and it's okay. You know what I mean? It like just like in the Bible says, there's gonna be false prophets and stuff like that. There's gonna be like you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, what feels right for you feels right for you, and that'll be your home church. I discovered that back in 2019. And mm. shortly after, I got baptized there, and oh, I never regretted it. I just, I loved it. Because ever since then, like, I, I saw so many things change, you know. And then I, and I even see it when I start straying away, things start going crazy. And then the minute I start getting closer, things start getting better and mm. back together. So that's what, that's what makes me go to that church and makes me believe and stuff like that. Everybody's different. Everybody has their own, own timeline their own walk, their own, like, aha moment that they're like, this is it. This is God, whatever that is. That oh, you yeah. meet a person in a grocery store and you're like, wow, this is, you know what I mean? That's why, like, I could only be, like, a vessel or an example mm -hmm. of that. Like, mm -hmm. that's why I like making people laugh and I like, like, giving advice and stuff. Yep. The same exact way. Yeah. Um, You mentioned the thing, you mentioned about uh, forcing shit on people. So... Sorry, I'm a little cold now. Oh, shit, my fault. I have, I think, an app on my phone to turn that shit down. All right, it's not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> Where is this app to turn off this AC? All right, Daisy, you're going to have to go through it because I don't know what the Did fuck's going on Wish? my phone. On Wish? <laughs> that place has bad shit, I heard. Yeah, probably ACs, too. Didn't they sell kids on there? That's Wayfair. Wayfair, Wayfair. And they still have commercials for that. 
I mean, were they really selling children? Like, I don't. I don't know. I didn't, I guess I never fact checked it, but it was. It's very like it's a very big reputation that they have. I don't know how the fuck you could bounce back from I, that. The subway nigga didn't don't. bounce back. He got fucking locked up. Sometimes you don't. Oh yeah, because that's because he was a straight up. Oh, he was. But what if Wayfair? I don't know. I'm going down a rabbit hole right now. Hey, this is such a crazy world that I wouldn't put it past. That's true. Any like, that doesn't sound unbelievable that's very, to me. That's very true. <laughs> I just don't think about it. <laughs> <laughs> so, there was this video that went around last week. I told you about it uh, before the podcast because she didn't know. I'm surprised. It was a viral video. There was an event that a drag bar uh, hosted. And it was pretty much the theme was bring your toddler or your kid or whatever the case may be to this drag bar to get to know people in the LGBTQ plus community. And the parents, uh, there were parents bringing their toddlers ages, I want to say there was even a baby or two in there, but ages like three plus through 10 maybe. And some the they they were they were hyping the kids up to to party with the you know the drags and the people in that community at that bar, and the disturbing part to me and people are gonna hear me say disturbing some people who are too extreme, listening to this podcast, the disturbing part to me is the there was a kid throwing money at one of the one of the drags like like almost like a strip club. And it's like, funny. <laughs> it was funny to see in a sense that like when you visualize a kid throwing throwing dollars at some at somebody, it's like wow. But then I'm like, yo, I would I just I would find it disturbing either way, whether it was a drag bar or a fucking strip club. And I personally wouldn't do it. Daisy shared her opinion on it, and I think it's okay for anybody to have an opinion. I personally am not gonna bring my kid to something like that. That's the parents. That's what they wanted to do. Cool. There's a lot of people in uproar about it, um, calling people in the LGBT community. Uh, some of them, pretty much saying that they're this is the start of them um, normalizing pedophilia. And I think that I don't completely disagree, but if you're telling me that that bar's genuine emotion and and thought process was we just want these kids to get to know people in that community i'm gonna say great then go read at a library don't exactly make it like a like thank you i mean that's how i feel that's like, how i, I feel because nah. like hey inclusivity you know what i mean hey like if you want to bring your kids to that that's that's your decision and yeah. everything but um there's ways of doing things, just like how we just talked about, like you can't force something on mm -hmm. somebody. You know what I mean? So, hey. So people, I mean? and mostly parents, but people in general have had that thought process, like, okay, is this the LGBT community uh, introducing now that pedophilia type of love is love? And I, don't dis and I don't really disagree. Now, in response to people believing that, then you have the LGBT community and its supporters, some of them saying in return, well, um, 
what about you guys when you bring the kids around churches that have the priests that are actual pedophiles? What about that? So you can bring your kid, you can bring your kids around that, but you can't bring them here. And it got me thinking to how about you just don't force any of that on your kid? I think all of it is wrong. Like there was, there was, I, my, my whole thing with this is that I wouldn't even bring my kids to a strip club. So I wouldn't bring them to that and, and get, and have them get to know them through that. I think any of it looks weird. If you're talking about, I'm not trying to be out here disrespecting religions, but it is not a secret that a Catholic church has had a lot of that when it comes to actual pedophiles and sex offenders and things like that. If it's an environment like that, like a Catholic church, then it to me it's just as equal as a drag bar. I wouldn't force a place like that with these types of dangers on our on our children. Yeah. And that's you know, I feel like that happens on both sides. You know, the, the LGBT community brought up a good point with that, but the original point is also very good. Like there's a lot of that happening with the with movies and shows and now parents um, bringing their kids to drag bars where that's kind of being forced on kids in a sense that we're really trying to jam into them very, very early. Um, It's okay to be gay and it is, but sometimes it almost feels like be gay. Like this is, this is the way you should be. And especially with something like that, like bringing them to a place like that, it's like, yo, like it'd be the same thing as me bringing my son to the strip club and and saying, you know, I'm, I'm bringing my son here. So to make sure that he gets attracted to. Yeah. See, it's one thing to make an event where you could choose to go or not. Yeah. But I feel like it's another thing that um, a lot of people, I'm sure, are realizing that like now it's going into a lot of like like cartoons and stuff. Yes, so like that's un- what I'm talking un- about. Unexpectedly. Yes, yes, yes. So like a lot of people think that it's some sort of like, I don't know, like agenda or something that mm-hmm. they're pushing to like make our youth mm-hmm. gay. Mm-hmm. But what people I feel like don't understand is like if that child was going to be gay, like he's going he yeah, to be gay from that's like it. the get like and he will realize that once like he or she or, or they will mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, realize yeah, yeah, yeah. that yeah. once they to terms with sexuality mm-hmm. and starting to feel attraction and, and that's or, or like even like wanting to like express themselves mm-hmm. because you ever have like you ever see like a little child that like already acts like kind of flamboyant like mm-hmm. you can't like sometimes you're just like you let them be who they want to be you know what i mean and whatever that is like you if you really truly love that child, you're going to accept them for who they are and that's where i who am they on decide the other side to of love it too. and all that stuff but i do agree that like um, it's a lot more out there these days. Yes, a lot, like pretty, like a lot in your face for sure. I agree with you on that shit because I, I'm, I'm a firm believer in that. Like, if you decide to bring your kid, which you wouldn't do, obviously, you already said, if you decide to bring your kid to a drag bar to say, I want to make them make sure that they know that they can be gay, and I almost want to put it in their face, and I take my kid to a strip club. And say, I want this little fucking six-year-old sucker to have a little boner at this bitch and make sure he loves women when he's older with big tits and a big ass and whatever. That is not going to do anything to our children. They're going to end up like loving (laughs) that, and they're going to end up loving what they love no matter what. Yeah. Once those, 
once you go through fucking puberty and all of that shit, you are going to get turned on. By what turns you on. By whatever the fuck turns you on. Yeah. And that's that's where I stand with that whole shit is like, yo, whether it's I think it's bad on both ends. I think it's bad to force anything don't for to me. It's for. And, and the thing that I always get on this podcast is that is that I'm always down the middle and it bothers people who are always mostly these days, like pick a side. And to yeah. me, it's like, don't force any of it. Don't force religion on your kids and don't force um that like like having it in sexuality exactly don't force that in their face because at the end of the day let them grow up maybe tell them what you believe in but let them believe what they want to believe let them make the choices that they want to make let them like a, a a man or a woman or they or let you know let, let them decide what god they believe in or what religion they want to look into like I think all of it is bad. And I could ag- I could see it from I could see it from both sides, but some one side or the other doesn't want to hear it. A religious person wouldn't want to hear it from me and a per- and a person in that community won't cuz mm-hmm. that's their biggest thing. They can't see that it's almost like in every single thing. And it almost comes off like pandering. I've actually talked to gay people who are like, "Yo, it doesn't come off genuine. Like to me, it's like fake love from Disney is how they were saying it because it's like, oh, now every movie has like gay characters. Yeah. yeah. That's how, I mean, it is how bad it is that I've talked to. I've talked to multiple gay people who are like, it doesn't feel legit because of how much it happens. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like it's almost to put it in, in a crazy way. It's almost like, you know, you came on this podcast and you were like, for whatever reason, you were like, oh, you know, I'm the first Guatemalan on this podcast. Like, why? And then after you tell me that, all of a sudden I have mad Guatemalans on this podcast. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's weird. I think a lot of networks and stuff like that are, like, overdoing it just so, like, they're not called out for underdoing it mm-hmm. and then get canceled. Exactly. The cancel culture is, like, it's wild. rampant. And it doesn't work. These days, like... It doesn't work. Sometimes it does. Sometimes it does. I feel like it never like does Amber because Heard no one ever canceled. She's canceled. Yeah. Canceled straight up. She's can That's a big that's a very very big that's a rare occasion rare occasional big one because what she did was serious. Not only does it do, does did it do harm to a man, but it does harm to the woman who actually went through what she claimed she went through. Um, but most of the time, like even something extreme like R. Kelly, right? There's still there's still women out there who are like, I've seen sick women on Twitter like say some sick shit like, oh, I would let him, I would let him rape me, like, bro. So that's what I mean when I say that cancel culture like doesn't work fully because there's always a group of supporters or that person ends up coming back as I say from the dead and it's like, nigga, that shouldn't even work. <laughs> It's crazy. It also depends who you are, what what impact you've had yeah. in the world, like what content you're creating. You know what I mean? There's Sometimes your your shit can be whack. Yeah. And then cancel. As soon as you're canceled, boom, you're canceled and you're canceled for good. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's no coming back from that. Um, but you know what I mean? It, it just depends who you are because 
I mean, I wouldn't go as far as to say any of that stuff that those girls are saying, but every mm. once in a while on my shuffle playlist, when R. Kelly comes out, yeah, I, I still mean, play it. That's going to happen. Like, you hear that too? That nigga has some fucking hits. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Like, oh, what he did shit. Is disgusting. But I love oh, that music. That music used to have me going. And it occasionally still does, and that's fine. You could, Yo, you could support. At the end of the day, if somebody's canceled, if you still fucked with that movie, if you still fuck with some of their music, if whatever, bro, it's, it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. You know what I'm saying? I, I still watch Trapped in the Closet. Yeah, to me, it's just one like, through whatever because it's like hilarious. Cancel, like, who, are you, who is anybody? Are you to cancel anybody? Like, mm-hmm. you could just cancel them out of your head and leave it at that. Like, yeah. some people take it above and beyond and, like, try to, like, get people on their team to cancel. Yep. To cancel you with them, and it's like you're a loser. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? If anything, you're a fan club. No, like you're trying to cancel people. You end up becoming like a fandom yourself to cancel the people that are trying to cancel you. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, on both sides, negative or positive, you're all just spectators and like fans. You know. Mm-hmm. So me, I'm like, I don't care. I could choose or like to see that stuff or not. You know? Yeah, no, that's fair. That is fair. I just realized what, what what airport are you going to? TF Green. Oh, you all right? Yeah, I'm over here like yo. She's gotta go to Boston. Nah, that's why I'm not tripping. I think she's about to land in like twenty, thirty minutes. Where's she coming from? Uh, this is a friend of yours. It's my cousin. Your cousin. Yeah. She's coming from Guatemala. South Carolina. She lives out there. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I'm trying I to live out in Guatemala. Yeah. Or DR. Yeah, I think I live in DR. I feel like I want to go to, I do want to go to Guatemala, but it would have to be with one of my Guatemalan friends. So. Oh, for sure. I want to put together um, a group you of people. You should do that. You should 100% do that. Yeah. I want to go, I think maybe in November. I don't know if that's too soon, but. Yeah. Yeah. It, it'd be nice because um, my family got a house out there. My mom's about to finish like this summer home too. And like we know all the spots, where to go, where not to go and stuff. Like all the really, really nice spots. The only other Guatemalan friend I could think of is too is a little too calm, and I feel like I would just be doing the hiking stuff. But I feel mm. like you also know the list shit, so whenever See, you I'm do like organize that. The best of both worlds. I like like not yeah, me too. That's what could, I'm saying. Maybe we could take a hike. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like maybe you posted, like, maybe not like a big hike, but <laughs> you posted like some of the mountains and shit out there, and I'm like, I'm a sucker for shit like that. Yeah. But I'm also a sucker for the other stuff, so I'm very down the middle too. Like, yeah. I but but yo, the one time that I tried to hike up a mountain, I'm like, it was. I did three hours up the biggest mountain in New Hampshire. I think it's Washington. Mm-hmm. I did three hours up that, and it was enough to start to real. I was there was another four or five hours to go all the way to the top, and but it was high enough to realize, start looking down, and kind of having that weird. I I suffer from anxiety and depression. The anxieties mm-hmm. I I think worse than the depression sometimes, mm-hmm. but it was. High enough for me to kind of feel like that scary feeling of like, damn, nigga, I'm small. Like, look how crazy this is. Yeah. And nature does that to you mentally, I feel like. Like, you, it really, like... It humbles you. Yes. But in a very almost psychedelic-ish way where you're, like, tripping. You're, like, No, I, I would have been tripping, tripping for real. Like, yeah. I would have been, like... So you agree? Like it, Once like, it gets to be too much, I'm like, oh my god, I'm scared because people like do get lost and die yeah. out there and stuff. And so I don't, like, e- you know what's crazy? I don't even think of stuff like that, but I think subconsciously, I'm like, 
I'll be Yo, right. I don't have service. I don't. There's no people. You know, anything can happen, and I'm like literally you trip and like hurt yourself, and yeah. you can't walk like that. Yeah. Oh, good luck. Yo, man. Good luck. That's why, like, I don't, I don't go to extremes with that stuff no. because I'm not prepared yeah. mentally, like, with anything, and like, I don't have no desire to go up like Mount Washington, really, mm. like, on foot, like, just to say yeah. I did it. Who cares? Who cares? Honestly. Fuck that, um, bro. Honestly, I'd rather, like, enjoy just everything. Like, the beaches, yeah, we could take a hike, like, and then also we can also go do some, like, crazy turn-up stuff. And, like, and all those stuffs are volcanoes. Like, all the stuff that I was taking. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember you posting yeah, that, yeah. too. That's shit that yeah, fascinated you can go me. swimming at the bottom of it, and it's, like, hot. It's, like, a little mini hot tub. When it comes to stuff like that, especially after my Mount Washington experience, I definitely realized I'll take the hike and see the mountains and volcanoes from a distance. Yeah. I'm not going to go up with them. I'm no. just, I'm, I'm cool with the views of yeah. them from down here. And <laughs> I'm chilling. From my Airbnb, where yeah, it has, like, exactly. the ocean front view. Exactly, you know? exactly. That's exactly how I feel, too. I'm not, I'm not too, I'm not too in, in shape to be doing all Stop, that. bro. You just posted a fucking TikTok, like, at the gym and shit the other day. Yeah, I'm trying. <laughs> You're trying, we're all trying. Look at me. Um, this is like the. I haven't really been drinking beer lately, but this is the cerveza shit. Like, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah that dad bod. Yeah. It's all right. I feel like a lot of women like that dad bod. I was just going to say that, but you know what? Like you said it first, and you're speaking for all women. But I've heard it a lot. Okay. I mean, I, I like. I like fit bodies as well, but I feel like with guys that are like Oh, no, I didn't assume fit. you were one of those women. I'm saying I know you're speaking for them. Oh, yeah. Or are you dad one of them? Nation. You, like, you like dad bods? Like, what do you prefer? I don't like You don't discriminate. That's, um, that's dope, yeah. Like, it, it depends, like, can I look at you and really enjoy looking at you in the face? And, like, are you, do you have a good heart? Your body can change at any time. That's true. You, know I mean? like, you gotta have a good face. No one says that. You really do have to have a good face because your body can't change. Or a change. good face to you, like. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, that's subjective, but <laughs> I feel like handsome is handsome. You could literally look like you could put two completely different looking men in front of me, and both of them to me would be handsome. Yeah. And attractive. Yeah. That's just me. I feel like. I, when I say that I don't have a type, like, people are like, oh, what does that mean? I'm like, it just means that, like, I like you for mostly what's inside. But, of course, like, there has to be just something about you that, like, kind of sets me in your there direction first. There has to be first. a crazy attraction. Whether, whether that be, oh, maybe your face. Maybe, like, you make me laugh or something like that. But there has to be something. Something there. But to answer your question, it could be a dad bod, fit bod. I don't care. Mm. But at least with a dad bod, I feel less forced to have to work out myself <laughs> that is very true i'll be like you got a little fupa i got a little fupa so yeah i mean usually you barely ever see like fit people with not fit people just like you barely ever see the comfortable people with the comfortable people like the fit people they're always with each other for the most part i rarely see otherwise because that's what they like to do mm -hmm. and that's like their hobby that they share together mm -hmm. i think that's I'm all for you. Cool, you I think that you should be active. That's all I think. You don't got to fucking have veins popping out of you and big ass traps and whatever. If that comes for me, that's fine. But to me, it's like as long as you're staying active and you're uh, making conscious decisions to try to extend your life as much as you can, 
So That's could fine. you be with like a, like one of those women that want to be like a bodybuilder, like all muscly and stuff? Like I could, because I could respect it. But just you will never mot- You will never <laughs> force me to be part of that life. Like you will never. And I feel motiv- like eventually that's what'll do you guys in. You think so? Yeah, probably. Because would it do it to you though? Like mm-hmm. if you were if you were with a guy who was like fit and just working out all the time, would it motivate you enough to like get on that level, or would you still be like, nah, that's you, I'm well, I'm doing me particularly. It would motivate me more because the thing about me in the gym is I for some reason get social anxiety when I go there. Me too. I always feel like I don't have the right outfit. I always feel like, oh, my God, my butt is, like, smaller than hers or, like, something like that. And I try not to focus on any of that, but it's just so easy, especially when that social anxiety kicks in where I'm like, whoa, I'm like, maybe I should get better workout clothes. Maybe my form isn't good. Like, am I doing this right? Like, you know, just thinking about so many things, like, changing Mm -hmm. the music. Like, do I look weird? Like, do people think I'm holding up? You know what I mean? It's just gets me a little crazy. So if a guy goes to the gym and he's there and that's, like, my man – he can kind of put me in a calm state where he's like, listen, I'll spot you. Like, you're good. Like, no one's looking at you. You're fine. You know what I mean? Like, until maybe I could just do it myself. That's why, like, girls that like going to the gym and going to pack gyms and stuff like that. Like, I I'm can't like, do it. Yeah. I'm like, I can't do that. Like, I don't want to be that close to people that are, we're all sweating and we're mm-hmm. all, like, puffing and puffing. And yeah, like, people be feeling it too right? much sometimes. So I'm like, ah, oh, I just want to fucking do my workout, feel good and get out. I think I like other ways of getting fit, you know, like mm-hmm. maybe taking certain classes or something. Mm-hmm. Mm, I don't know. Tennis, I did, basketball, I, do something I, outside. I did, pers- I did personal training for a little bit too, but like that gets expensive. That's like yeah. an expense that I don't want to necessarily pay, you know, for doing a bunch of exercises that like eventually I'm going to know how to do them. Yeah. No, that's a fact. That's a fact. So. Mm. All right. Um, I think that's gonna be it. I'm kind of high. You want one of these? Uh, these are I'm giving these to guests so that come been, on. I've been high since the first two puffs, so I feel like I just look absolutely wild. This is a baby shower cookie. You gave me a. You've been crushing it this whole time. I didn't mean look to crush it. They're cookie. both crushed. Look at this cookie. My fucking son, his, his baby shower. They uh, we got these dino cookies. They're fucking crazy. Try one. It's like wild. They're a little soft, but a little crunchy. Have the munchies? Nah, I shouldn't. Do it. Do it. We're talking about being comfortable and shit. You're not one of those uh, fit people, so just let's go right now. God damn. Crumbs in my cleavage. (laughs) Yup, just like I said. Okay. This shit's gas. It comes on my shirt. I feel like I had one more thing to ask you. That gas, right? It's about to take it and it take it home. Good thing I have a little bit of my drink left. <laughs> oh. Hmm. Very random. Very rapid questions to close it out. Go. Do or don'ts. Do's or don'ts, we'll call it that. A guy with a kid. Oh, depends. A guy with... Don'ts. No, no, no. no. All right, we'll extend this one (laughs) a little bit. Depends on what. How good of a dad you are and how well your shit's together and how young the kid is and, like, what's your relationship with your baby mama. 
And like, does she still like you? And do you go over there often? And like, there's so many things. <laughs> All of those have to check at the same time. It's kind of like a parlay. Yeah, because if that baby is like a year old, like, come on now. Like, you, you know what I mean? I get it. Maybe the relationship is like different, but like, for the time being, he needs to focus on being like a, a, a dad. At yes. Point, you know? So maybe you shouldn't date him. I see that part. To like, I see that part. Him, you know? But it's also a better time for you because. I feel like it's a little harder to enter a kid's life when they're older versus when you're there from a younger, uh, like I seen it with, with, um, I seen it with, uh, Zovig and Alexandria. Alexandria was like two. Thank. I, I made a conscious decision of breaking up, breaking things off with, uh, her mom at the right time. Cause when you do it later, when they're older, everything's harder when they're older, when mm-hmm. it comes to people coming in and out of the, yeah, like their yeah. lives and shit. Um, guys who follow a lot of girls on Instagram, or do you even look into stuff like that? I look at who's commenting on your pictures in a way. Okay. So. Yeah. What do you look at on Instagram? Let's just ask that. All right. When like, I do you look at what guys like? Do you look at what? Well, I can't see what they like. Not anymore. No. I know, back in the day, the, like, why'd you guys take that feature off? Why couldn't we just leave it so all So you would have loved it still. Yeah, it's like this person, like, this person's photo. <laughs> like, yeah, I'd be like, dang, they'd catch me with my sneaky link Yo. real quick. Oh, man. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> I'd have no shame, but anyway. Do you um, look at their followers, following, whatever? No, I look at their pictures. Okay. I look at, I'm going to be honest with you, I look at their pictures, I see, like, kind of, I get a feel for maybe what they might be like. And then if they have any group pictures or any people tagged, I'll see if I know anybody of their friends, like if I'm friends of their friends, or maybe even if I dated one of their friends, because that literally... Well, no, I mean, like, you're in a relationship with somebody and you're just searching to see if there's anything bad. Oh, um, I don't go looking for, for stuff like that. Eventually, it'll come to light, so, like, I'm not yes. going to go searching through a man's phone to, like, make me sick. Sometimes you'll find exactly what you're looking for. And I've been in that situation, and I don't think I'll ever do it again. Unless, you know, I want to lose some weight and not eat for a little bit. Uh, Locations. Th- then maybe I'll uh, go through. Locations. How do you feel about them? Um, I've never had a shared location with mm-hmm. anybody, and I never felt the need to do that. Because just like I said, I feel like everything will come to light. Or I don't know. There's Sometimes the, I'll get a feeling. There's the family version of it, I guess, or the or you, not even if you have to be a family. Let's say you just want to make sure that the person's safe. God forbid anything happens. I could see that, but I don't understand the whole, I need to know where the fuck you're going. Because at the end of the day, like you said, it'll come out. Here's the thing. If you do something to raise up that suspicion, mm-hmm. then that's when you I'll gotta be You got to go like, through it. Then that's when I'll be like, bro your location on but yes. even just getting to that point i'm like do i really want to deal with you at this point i don't yes, think i do that's on you because you're being a little mm-hmm. being sus like yep. i don't even want to deal with that because yep. there will there will be men that will literally check in they'll be like babe i'm leaving work there is traffic i will be home at like this time like and you don't even have to ask them to be like that they'll just be like that and if that's what you want like that's what you gotta get but like some women like that suspicious stuff like some women like that toxic stuff so hey those type of men are good for them but not for me <laughs> yo all right i thought this was rapid fire like it right was now. but i'm we're both way too high for this so it's fine yeah i don't know why you did that to me i don't know it's gas though 
Um, this has been Take As Needed with Daisy B. She's going to spit a hot freestyle now because her fucking oh. name sounds like a no, fucking rap name. Nah? Yeah. I'm too like I said I'm too high. <laughs> I'm too high. Like I'm gonna sound absolutely crazy. I think that's what we know. Fucking scumbag.